Success is an inside job. What do those words mean to you? To me, they mean that if my inner world isn't in order, I could be taken out by the slightest of obstacles and offenses. We've talked a lot about how success is about mindset, that it's 80% psychology. It's maybe not true of every creative, but many of us have a deep, rich, and sensitive inner world that can be rattled, sometimes by small events, sometimes by bigger ones. If we've learned to identify the patterns, then we can set up structures to navigate these challenges quickly and with more ease. One of my big discoveries in the year-long leadership program that I did was that breakthroughs can come rather quickly when you're in communication with people who can see what you cannot see and you're able to lean on the wisdom of the people and the coaches around you. If you've got a strong mindset, you're less prone to small stuff. And let's face it, it's all small stuff. Someone with a strong mindset isn't easily taken out, but they can still suffer death by a thousand arrows. What is death by a thousand arrows? What it means is you could be on the battlefields of your music career, recording and releasing music, touring, networking, marketing, doing everything in your power to grow. But along the way, you get into arguments. You lose some bookings. Some venues don't pay you. Your tour van breaks down. You break up with your partner. Stuff happens. You've probably accepted that already. And you've probably been through a few things in your time. But just as you're picking up the pieces and running headlong towards your enemies, one last arrow hits you. And this is the arrow that takes you out. It could totally be something small, but wrong place, wrong time, wrong day. You're tired, you're exhausted, you're not feeling well, you're crying, whatever it might be. You die by a thousand arrows. You've passed the threshold of what you think you can take. Obviously, think is a key word there because we can take considerably more than we think we can take. I grew up in Japan, so I read a lot of manga and watched a lot of anime. One of the titles I remember getting into was Star of the Giants, also known as Kyojin no Hoshi, a story about a boy who aspires to become a professional baseball player and the struggles he navigates alongside his father. It is, after all, a bit of a fantasy world, so much of it is dramatized and some of it is adjacent to reality. But the point being, time and again, the protagonist, Huma Hoshi, reaches impasses in his career, moments when he sustains an injury or a rival finds a weakness in his pitching, and there's just no way around it. He's lost the battle. It's all over. In these moments, Huma is completely devastated and defeated. He feels as though he's all but licked. Even as a reader, you're familiar with all the training and difficulty Huma has gone through to get to where he's at. So you can't help but feel the devastation he's feeling. You can't help but feel there's no way he's going to recover from whatever challenge he might be facing in the moment. Now, while it is a fictional example, it demonstrates the idea of death by a thousand arrows quite well. There are other examples well worth observing in real life. The first is your personal and business finances. So often it happens that little purchases add up to a big sum we don't even notice. An app purchase here, another subscription there, and before you know it, you find yourself thousands of dollars in debt. I'm currently working with consultants on a consumer proposal, but I can say with alacrity that I didn't find myself in this situation because I was lavishly spending on parties, a new home, a new car, or anything of the sort. It was death by a thousand arrows. I would also describe my move from Calgary to Abbotsford, a death by a thousand arrows. 
first I started having issues with the lock on my car because the door handle was starting to separate from the lock. And that meant I had to press on it to get the key in the door. That was before I even left Calgary. Then the day we were scheduled to leave, we stopped at a restaurant for lunch and because of the problems mentioned earlier, I couldn't unlock my vehicle and my friend's dog was locked in. I had to call roadside assistance to get the door open, but now I had a brand new problem. Every time I opened a door, the security system got triggered and the horn would go off for five to 10 minutes at a time. As we reached the halfway point on our journey to stay at an Airbnb, I disconnected the battery of the car. But the next morning, my car wouldn't start, so I had to get a boost. And to add insult to injury, the security system didn't reset. As we stopped for breakfast that morning, I started fiddling with the remote starter that had come with the car, and somehow, someway, I managed to turn the security system off. I thought it would be smooth sailing from there, but oh, how wrong I was. We were about to drive through the Coquihalla Highway, over 4,000 feet above sea level. My car had some trouble getting up those hills, but somehow I managed to get all the way to Hope, BC, where we stopped for gas. I tried getting back on the highway, but the symptoms I experienced earlier had gotten worse. Finally, I had to stop at the side of the highway because the car just wouldn't go anymore. We had no plans of staying the night in Hope, that's exactly what we ended up doing while the mechanics looked over the car. The next morning, they told me the car was toast. <laughs> Repairing it would cost me more than the value of the car itself. Death by a thousand arrows. In that moment, half a dozen possibilities ran through my mind, trying to figure out how I was going to problem solve this one. Ultimately, I ended up buying a new car, but sitting there at the car dealership at Hope, I wanted to throw in the towel, whatever that would have meant in that moment, because I don't know how I would have thrown in the towel. I had nowhere else to go. A fundamental and crucial realization to being human is that people, circumstances, and events are what they are. They don't have any inherent meaning. But being that we are human, it's easy for us to turn them into our problems. We like to attach meaning to them. It's not wrong that we turn them into our problems, but we should be mindful of the fact that this happens on autopilot. Otherwise, we can't really identify exactly why we're thinking what we're thinking or how we're feeling. So what's the best way to avoid death by a thousand arrows? You're probably wondering. Here's an analogy from the health sector. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you can figure out a way to streamline your spending, avoid having your personal problems leak into your professional life, prepare better for every situation like a long distance journey by car and so on, you will never suffer death by a thousand arrows. But here's the twist. There are times when, even when we know we shouldn't use that credit card to buy another course, we do it anyway because we want to take a chance on ourselves. If we play it safe and don't take any risks, we don't get to enjoy rare and desirable spoils. Now, I have never seen someone go into debt to take a chance on themselves and actually have it work out, but there are definitely smart, calculated risks we can take to leap forward in our careers. There's no expansion in doing everything you've already done exactly the way you've already done it. Expansion usually is uncomfortable. Death by a Thousand Arrows is very uncomfortable, but it will lead to expansion if you're willing to work your way through it. Because even when you think you want to throw in the towel, you're basically left with no options. The only thing you can do is to keep going. You know, over the years, people have said to me, DA, I really resonate with your writing. I think you should start a magazine. Well, we've been planning this for a while. It's not a magazine, but it is a print newsletter, our brand new print newsletter, Elite Players 
newsletter. If you haven't had the opportunity to check it out yet, you want to go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash elite newsletter. That's E-L-I-T-E newsletter. You get four incredible bonuses just for signing up to receive the first two issues, including four group Q&A and coaching sessions, members-only audios, a lifetime subscription, no less, my latest book, The Music Entrepreneur Companion Guide. You're going to get a physical hardcover copy, and my forthcoming book, The Renegade Musician, also a physical hardcover copy. So go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash elite newsletter to learn more about this incredible offer. Thanks for listening. The opening theme, closing theme, and closing segment ambient music was created by Brian Bob Young. If other music was used in this episode, it's credited in the show notes at musicentrepreneurhq.com. Please leave us a rating and review in iTunes to help us spread the word about the show. Thank you.